Hello. What's up, everybody? It's Aaron. And Nicole. This is Dude That's Fucked Up. <sighs> okay. Hello. Why are you wearing jammies? Are you going to tell us? Uh, yeah, I'm wearing pajamas <laughs> right now. And they're like very obviously pajamas. Um, <laughs> they're like I, the classic. I wanted to ask. Know. Yeah, I, but I wasn't sure. And so I was like, do I say something? Is that offensive? What if it's just like a flowy shirt? No, no. It's like. Okay. I got my full, oh, full yeah. kit. Ow. <laughs> just hit my knee. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm falling apart. Don't hurt yourself. Well, I'm wearing pajamas because I'm going to bed immediately after we record. <laughs> A. Why aren't you in bed recording this right now? I, I feel like I, that's like the next step for me, the way things are going. Uh, I finally feel better from, I think I've recovered from COVID fully. Mm, thank God. Mm-hmm. Uh uh, but no, I'm wearing pajamas mostly because I was inspired. I was thinking about this person the entire time I was doing research for the for this episode of the podcast. I was thinking about Joshua Jackson uh-huh. because he's related sort sort of to what we're going to be talking about. Yeah. Um, Pacey um, Dawson's mm-hmm. Creek. I don't know if you guys know um, Pacey. Pacey. <laughs> as Katie Holmes used to say um and uh so I bought these pajamas purely like from J Crew, purely because of the uh the campaign, campaign that, with his wife yeah Jodie Turner Smith oh, yes my God. oh so my hot God. so sweet I love them both so much and so this is like the pajamas she was wearing in one of the like you know <laughs> So that so this is how it this is it's like almost like a conspiracy theory with all of the you know different Ooh. Ooh. all the different little little things I don't know I love it I love it oh so, yeah. my goodness I was just like indoctrinated by uh, Joshua Jackson the entire time I was uh, researching this. <laughs> influenced if you will and you have a fancy cocktail it even has a fucking garnish on it Jesus. Yeah, bitch, I put a strawberry on that shit. Oh, my God. Mm. It's like a strawberry aperitif, so I'm just like, hmm. Ooh, I love yeah. it. How, just, like, fruity and happy. Mm-hmm. I'm striving for happiness. Mm-hmm. Just because I... <laughs> <laughs> shit is rough and I am unwell. <laughs> Mentally unwell. <laughs> I don't know. I'm... Uh, I'm mentally oh, yeah. unwell. Don't know that if you could tell us something. Nah, 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 nah. And now I'm crazy. It's call me maybe. Uh, oh. call, get therapy maybe. And medication. Oh yeah, baby. <laughs> oh, God. oh my God. No, uh. we're fine. It's fine. Fine. Feelings inside not expressed. Oh, no. I express too many feelings. And then it's just like a snowball effect. And then I'm like, help. What do I do to it's while he's trying to work all day? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, he doesn't know how to deal with me. Yeah, it's uh, (laughs) let me tell you something. If you have kids right now, I know you're in the same boat as me. It is a bad time. <laughs> Every single one of my friends who has one or more children, yeah, is 
struggling so hard right now. Like, I can't even tell you, like, how horrible it is. Like, it is so hard. Is it, like, under a certain age or it's just everyone? No, it's everyone. Like, I I know people who have, like, uh, you know, teenagers, um, like, uh, you know, kids who are adults. Like, yeah, that's their own thing. But, like, you know people who have children who are still like living in their homes with them like yeah yeah it's a lot it it doesn't matter if they're you know 14 or four mm-hmm. like it's very hard right now so because we're not so. getting breaks no one's no getting breaks. breaks there's no fun things happening at least not in my household and it's just like every day is the same yeah every day is the same i have not been uh like Today, I feel like is, well, it wasn't even today, like just like within the past couple hours, I've been feeling like normal again a little bit, yeah. like health wise. So, yeah, you know, that's all clearing up. And that is just such a huge, that takes you down mentally when you're physically, your health, your physical health is, is not on par. So, right. you know, it's just, it's a hard time. So if you're in that same boat. Godspeed and bless you. Oh my God, bless. We're gonna talk. We're not gonna talk about any of that shit though no, anymore no, no. because no. we're gonna escape for a just oh my a God. short while here. We're gonna we're talk gonna, about other shit. We're gonna talk about Joshua Jackson. No, I don't know. I wish. Probably, I wish. Yeah, that. But we'll we'll get to why that's relevant in a yeah. moment. But before we do, do we have any business? Uh, check out our Patreon. We are. Just gearing up for January and and planning out our content and stuff. So and we posted such fun content in December. So anyway, it's patreon.com backslash DTFU podcast. Check that extra out. fun content that you could check out. Mm-hmm. Uh, what about you? Any biz? Anything fucked up? Um, so I'm I'm opting to read a, a funny headline uh-huh. for my fucked up of the week, but he, because it was. The funniest, most, oh most fucked up thing I've I've read in quite some time. And I was I sent this to you the other night. Yeah. <laughs> I was like in bed, like crying, laughing, uh-huh. like literally like tears are streaming down my face. And I'm like, <laughs> like shaking, know. It, you know, um, okay. I just was so <laughs> excited about it. Like, I just was like, oh, you know, like I let my energy kind of like get up, you know, yeah. and then my um, sister-in-law sent it to me yesterday and I was delighted all over. So I can't Amazing. wait to talk about it a third time. Yes. <laughs> well, we didn't properly talk about it. We no, just, we didn't talk about it. We just texted. We just. We just texted and we're like, we're like sending like emojis back and forth and like, you know, so, yeah. okay. The, the headline is from the New York Post. Okay. Um, and the, the headline reads, I, I tried reading this out loud to DJ when I found it and I could not, couldn't get it out. Same to Pete. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I might not be able to do right now. So good. Okay, 90 Day Fiance star retires from selling farts after heart attack scare. <laughs> Let me just preface it by by saying she did not have a heart attack. She's totally fine. And, That's why it's funny. And the, the image that came with it is of like a young 
cute influencer woman. It's not like the guy. No. It's not like the greasy hair guy that's like short. It's not like, you know, it's not like one of the guys that like got a foreign bride and brought her over and they look exactly how you think. You're not allowed to sell farts online (laughs) if you're like less than a like eight. You know what I mean? Like. Nobody's gonna buy Who's policing that. No, you're allowed. You're, you're just allowed. not gonna you make any money. <laughs> no, nobody's gonna buy them. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> what? Why you're are not... people buying these hot lady farts? Do they think they smell like something other than a fart? I don't know what <laughs> people do. I don't know why. I don't. You know, no judgment. But like, I wish I was this hot. That I could sell farts on. Bitch, sell your farts. There's you. Someone's out there gonna buy them. You, there's an audience for everything. I mean, obviously, you uh, put okay. those jammies on. You put those silk jammies <laughs> on. These are silk J Crew farts. These are. Aperitif. I'm pretty sure this is not silk. <laughs> These are aperitif farts. These are strawberry aperitif farts. You just put a lot of um, bubbly water also in your aperitif, and then. I do. I put pineapple, uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> pineapple sparkling water. Oh my, my god! Strawberry aperitif. Listen, this it's honestly like such an accomplishment. I yeah. bless this woman. But what do you think the she, jars look like? I don't know. I feel like they're like cute. Not a they mason jar. Be. It's no, like I don't know. I think it's like a custom um, like <laughs> crock, <laughs> a custom fart jar. Is she buying like wholesale Tupperware and then like farting into that? Or is she buying like glass? Like is she she it's gotta be glass. It's glass. It's like, you know, vacuum sealed, like Does she use a funnel? <laughs> like how does she get the fart in there? Listen, so... I don't know. I feel like she toots and just <laughs> you know. I don't know. I don't know. Um, I have I'm no idea. so fascinated by the logistics. I am too. Uh but so she's fine, everybody. Don't worry. <laughs> oh right, okay. Uh, but the first line from the from the, from the uh, New York Post story is she had a fart attack, <laughs> and my inner twelve year old boy has never been more delighted. Um, so she basically, I guess, what happened was so she's it, her name's Stephanie Mat Mat Matto Matto. Mm-hmm. Um, she makes more than $50,000 a week selling her farts, first of all. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> this is what I'm saying. This is like a fucking accomplishment. And I like bless her and get that money, babe. Like I am so impressed. I truly have never been more who rooted, is rooted harder these? for a tutor? Oh my god, rooting into uh, rooting for the tootin, rooting for the tootin. Um, okay, so what had happened was she um, she got real sick. She felt yeah. really sick. Um, she had chest pains and thought they were a symptom of a heart attack. But um, she got to the hospital, went through a bunch of tests including blood work and an EKG and was the result was that her pain was the result of the, her steady diet of gas inducing beans and eggs. <laughs> she bet she ate too many beans and eggs. The more you eat, the more you toot. So yeah. it goes, you know, we, t- we taught Jack the beans, beans, magical fruit, and he yeah. sings it all the time. It's 
the greatest oh thing in the you world. You gotta get that on video and send it to me. Absolutely. Oh my but God. I, I just have never been more delighted by a quote unquote news story in my entire life. And oh, I'm going to start selling my farts online because <laughs> I think do it. Do you have to do like an OnlyFans thing where you show like like is it kind of like an NFT or something where you also send them the video of you farting into the jar? I actually don't think that's how NFTs work. But no, uh, no. But, you know, it's like a like it or like with a baseball card. Like if you buy it in a frame, how a, it like a, comes a, a certificate it's of certified. authenticity. Yeah, yeah. Like, is the video the certi- certificate of authenticity? That's what an <laughs> NFT kind of is. It's like a certified. It's original. like a receipt saying that you own something, and it's like a limited edition, and it's like an original or whatever. Which is the dumbest thing ever. Um, I know. Oh my somebody god! Somebody explained it like somebody explained it on Reddit. Like you bought a receipt for the like saying that you own the Mona Lisa, but all that happens with that receipt is somebody sticks it in a utility closet that nobody else can find and nobody cares about. It's pretty funny. It's like buying a star or something. Yeah, exactly. It's a fucking, it's It's MLM for for like weird. Yeah. For like internet internet. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) MLM Uh, for incels. uh, ML incel. (laughs) Oh, Oh, oh dear. Anyway, so mm-hmm. what's your fucked up of the week? Well, so I don't have anything. <sighs> okay. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's just all the normal stuff. Blah, blah, blah. Fucking woe is me. Everything <laughs> is bad. You can woe yourself to me anytime. Yeah. my Woe was me yourself to me. I don't know what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. But I'd, I loved that fart story it was so good and those tweets Uh, that you sent me that came along with it oh yeah i people are just like oh all the big (laughs) business putting the mom and pop fart stores somebody somebody tweeted it's always hard to see a dedicated fart smith hang it up but you got to look after yourself first selling farts is a young person's game my (laughs) uncle kept going even after we begged him to stop and died of a massive hemorrhage prayers up (laughs) The mom and pop fart shops, or somebody else tweeted, the mom and pop fart shops are getting put out of business by national fart chains. (laughs) There's something. Mom and pop fart shop is. (laughs) It's just. Just kids. It's so funny. Anyway. Anyway. Well, let's just get into our topic for today, I think. It's so fun. Yeah. And the reason I kept bringing up Joshua Jackson is because he was in a little film called, I don't know if any of you all remember this movie, The Skulls. Oh, and also talk about uh, farts. Talk about a night, a very, very, very low (laughs) score on Rotten Tomatoes. It is a 9% on. I was going to rewatch it today for this. And then I know I was too. He was like, it has a 9%. I was like, oh, I don't want to go back. Well, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm totally going to watch this. And I, like, went to, like, go see if I could find it anywhere to watch. I'd have to rent it for, like, four fucking dollars. No. I'm not spending four dollars on caca, you know? Yeah. Like, I've heard I it mean, hasn't aged well, so it's not even worth it. Yeah. And also, when I would, like, went to, like, the preview for it, it, like, yeah. showed me the whole fucking movie anyway. Oh, it was like, you perfect. know. You saw and it. And I was like, okay, that's yeah. all I needed to know. Anyway, so Joshua Jackson is in this movie called The Skulls. Mm-hmm. The Skulls is uh, about a real secret society. Okay, this terrible movie, The Skulls, is about a real secret society called 
the Skull and Bones mm-hmm. Society. Yeah. And it is a secret society that is um, at Yale University, like mm-hmm. the Ivy League, very expensive, fancy college. <laughs> um, and it's like a real thing. Skull and Bones is also referred to as Bones or the Order or Order 322 or the Brotherhood of Death, which is that's what you should fucking call that shit. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's fucking metal that sounds that's hard as shit like it's cool like um so I, I don't want to like ruin it for anyone but like it's gonna sound metal for a while just know it is not it is like janky as fuck it's like embarrassing yeah yeah these this, um this is a it's it's a, a old ass secret society. Mm-hmm. It's an undergraduate undergraduate senior secret society. Uh, like I said, at Yale mm-hmm. University in New Haven, Connecticut. Um, and there, by the way, there are tons of secret societies at colleges like every yeah. college in, in the country probably has like a few on campus. I personally know uh, a couple of people. Well, one person who is in a secret society at a college oh. in Washington, D.C. I won't say the name of it or anything. Or I won't even allude to it. But I do know a person who is in a, who is in a secret society. So uh, at college. Um, uh, we probably know. I'm sure we know oh, yeah. people who have been in them. They don't talk about them. That's why they're a secret. <clears throat> exactly. I mean, the only reason we know about it is because they had – they had to get a specific tattoo and it was like, what is this? Where did this come from? And they're like, oh, it's like I'm in this like. Oh, thing. your friend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, OK. I thought you were talking about Skull and Bones. I'm like, no, I think we know because like so many presidents oh, no, no. and like high profile people have been in it. But yeah, I, yeah, I was like, yeah. I didn't see a tattoo thing. No, no, no. Oh, that's funny. anyway. Yeah. So there's tons of these secret societies at colleges. They just are like, you know, clubs, basically. Um mm-hmm. And I'm sorry to say that they basically all started, almost all of them, not all, not, not all of them, um, they, but the oldest ones all started as a way for white men to build up a network of racist, fellow racist, sexist, weird, rich dicks uh, on their super exclusive college campuses in peace. Um, yeah. Like it wasn't enough that they were already in this like upper echelon of, of, yeah, you super know, privileged, coll- collegiate, yeah. Yeah. you know, life. They Academia. Also, academia yeah they also like were like within that system were like we need to like find the cream of the crop in their in their little personal weirdo worlds um, yeah and network within it um so ultimately because they wanted uh, you know this is maybe wasn't like the purpose but it's like ultimately to foster money and power and like keep mm -hmm. it in the family you could say yeah so and um First of all, Yale University is extremely old. It's mm-hmm. one of the oldest uh, schools in the in... United States. Yeah. yeah. Um, they Skull and Bones was founded in 1832. Dude. And it was <laughs> that's like very long time ago. Yeah. Uh, it was founded in 1832 after a dispute among Yale debating societies, um, the Linonia uh the brothers in unity and the calliopian society uh these are all debating societies um they were all, they nerd all alert de- nerd alert they were all debating amongst themselves oh my god, god. people who love to hear themselves talk i can't relate 
like you know that all these people would have just been like like fucking obsessed with twitter you know just saying their yeah you know opinions about everything constantly firing Um, them off (laughs) anyway they um they got in a debate over that season's Phi Beta Kappa Awards slash induction ceremony, I guess. Yeah. Um, which, calm down. I, this, like, I reminds me of, like, um, the episode we did on Tycho Brahe. Oh. <laughs> How he got in a fucking fight over a math problem. Like, <laughs> people were just, like, fighting over whatever, okay? I mean, these dudes weren't fucking. Let's just say that, first of all. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> no, no, I don't know. But yeah, it's kind of like, okay, I'm sorry. All the debate teams are having an argument. It's like, are they, they're just hard all the time. Cause this is like what they live for. You know what I mm-hmm, mean? Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Well, there's two theories. So like I went in this like little rabbit hole, uh, around how this started and the, so there's two theories as to exactly what happened around this time, and I don't think either of them have been proven, but we we can, you know. Because it was so long ago and nobody gives a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> it was so long ago and no one cares about all those old dead people. So uh, And so, their dumbass nerd fight. And their nerd, and their debate, and yeah. their dispute, and their debate where they disputed. <laughs> Oh, my God. Okay. Well, the first theory is that this whole uh, Skull and Bones secret society was born out of dissatisfaction with the school and its curriculum. So, like, at Yale, all these dudes were like, this education is not top shelf enough. So, we're going to create a secret society and teach ourselves. (laughs) We're going to do our own research. Truly. Which I'm, I guess it checks out. At first I was like, yeah, right. Now I'm like, oh, no, these were some fucking nerds. They're like, actually, oh, we'd like to teach ourselves how Do to Do you know debate. who my father is? Like saying yes. that to the fucking history teacher who they like thought was too poor to like yes. teach them yes. correctly. Oh or God. too progressive or whatever. It's just yeah. like all these shitty dudes uh, just are like, well, we don't care about changing the world. We just want to make money. Yeah. Um, okay, so that's the first theory. The second is that, okay, so Phi Beta Kappa, it, so that is, at the time was a secret literary and philosophical society. So they were all kind of like arguing with each other to see who would get nominated into this secret society. And I think that's where like the infighting started. Um, gotcha. And it was already present on several collegiate campuses and during this time was being disbanded in campuses across the U.S. because there was increasingly an anti-Mason sentiment, which was also Mm. to say anti-secret society. Mm. And this movement began in 1826 when a man named William Morgan infiltrated the Freemasons and subsequently went missing after he was like a town drunk and he got arrested and they went and a bunch of masons went and bailed him out and then he disappeared he was never seen again oh, and so shit. he was like maybe murdered like Ooh. some mafia shit i want to look into that shit me too i mean it's pretty much that i don't know mm. how many more details there is maybe there's more but what the article i read was short but so there was this like anti-Mason sentiment around this time. And so all the colleges were like, we don't want to fuck with that. Like it could mm. be 
trouble for us. So leading up to 1832, Yale was trying to forcibly unmask PBK and all of their members and the members refused. They're like, no, we're not, we're not going to share that information with you. We'll just disband. Like we're going to, we won't have it anymore, but we're not going to tell you who's in it. We're not going to tell you what goes on here, but we won't have it anymore. Um, And Harvard's chapter in an attempt to counteract the anti-Mason sentiment, they publicly shared secrets of the PBK at the time. They just fucking narked. They were just like, we're just going to lay it all out for you. We don't care about secrets. And, it's like, uh, I don't think you're supposed to do this, but okay. Um, it's just so, it's all so dumb. Oh my God. It's all so dumb. But anyway, yeah, everybody's like fighting tooth and nail to not give up these secrets, at, at least on the Yale campus. And ultimately, like long story short, the second theory is that the, the Skull and Bones was basically what was PBK and was already kind of like an underground Got fraternity it. secret society, but they went deeper underground. Got it. Yeah. So they took this like Greek society, like, yeah, uh, you know, secret society. Yeah. Phi like Beta a Kappa, honor and then, club. Like, yeah. And yeah. then they're like, OK, we're just like going to not it's not going to exist anymore. We're going to turn it into skull, yeah. and, skull and bones. Got yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's very interesting. Mm-hmm. And I think that's probably the correct version of what happened, because that would yeah. make sense. Um. But yeah, so the one of the students, William Huntington Russell. Oh, what he, a name. He, yeah, like, of course, that's his name. <laughs> he spent some time in Ger- Germany and was mm-hmm. like, they were, there was tons of like brotherhood type clubs that were happening in Germany at that time. Yeah. Um, it was like, you know, enlightenment kind of right. time. And like, everybody was like, just all into esoteric shit and like you know it was it was very everybody just wanted to be part of something yeah um so he was like really interested in this shit and was like i'm just gonna do my own thing when i am at yale that sounds sweet Mm -hmm. and he and um alfonso taft co-founded the order of the skull and bones Mm -hmm. uh and the quick name check alfonso taft is the father of william howard taft (gasps) One of our presidents. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there was, yeah, there's a few different iterations of this, of this club. It was also called the Eulog- Eulogian, Eulogian yeah. Club mm-hmm. at some point. And that's, uh, Eulogia is the Greek goddess of eloquence. I mean, if this isn't a bunch of debate nerds who want to just like be commended for their talking at each other, I don't know what is, you know what I mean? And like their like naming of stuff. It's like yeah. I love to name things too. But like, <laughs> all right. Oh my cool. god. Yeah. I mean, this is just all to say again that this the Skull and Bones started underground as a secret society of a bunch of wealthy, well connected white men to have space to network and gain more wealth and power. Like this mm-hmm. is really ultimately all this is. Yeah. Um, and we have some fun stuff, but before, before we get to that, we're going to talk a little bit more about, like, basic information of this society. Yeah. So, 
members are known as bonesmen, members of the order, or initiated to the order. Um, this, the name Skull and Bones is allegedly inspired by two German phrases. The first one is, who was the fool, who the wise man, beggar, or king? And the second is, whether poor or rich, all are equal in death. So, I mean, you know, it's, it has its philosophical roots. It feels, Love that. yeah, it feels like it was a place where they could all come and like chill and ask each other in questions, but also maybe just hang out and smoke cigars. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure, like, listen. Like all young 20-somethings who are like idealistic and trying to shape themselves and, you know, know that they have the privilege and the capital and the power behind them to become the next shapers of the world, they probably had some, you know, very good intentions and like, you know, we're all about like philosophical debate and stuff and that's great. Yeah. Great. Um, But of course, you know, it was probably just all a bunch of hot air and- Who's to say? Who's to say? Truly. Yeah. Oh, well, okay. You mentioned 322 or order of 322 or 322, the order. Yeah. This is like this number 322 is just like something that is associated with skull and bones. Like it's like on their crests and shit. Like it's It's their magic number. mm -hmm. It's their it's their lucky number. Perhaps and allegedly and all of this is going to be heavily caveated with allegedly because Mm -hmm. as with any good member of a secret society, when information is shared with outsiders, it's always anonymous and it's like you can never truly confirm like no like reporters don't go in there like it's like locked down. You can't get in there. Yeah, you're um, not allowed into yeah. their like inner sanctum unless you actually are part of the club. Like, yeah, and they're not allowed to talk about it. Not like, members aren't allowed to talk about it outside of like any of the like rituals or anything that they do. Yeah, anything that they talk about outside of the walls of their little clubhouse. And mm-hmm. if they do, it's totally anonymous because no one mm-hmm. wants to like have the brotherhood shun them, and then all of a sudden they're like unsuccessful or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Know. Again, um, this all started from very powerful, like, uh, people who were yeah. members of families that were leading the country, basically. Yeah. Okay, so 322 allegedly refers to the year 322 BCE when the Lamian War ended with the death of uh, Demosthenes. And Athenians were made to dissolve their government and establish a plutocratic system in its stead. Um, And so what that meant is that only those people who possessed 2,000 drachmas, which is like their money, I would imagine, or more, could remain citizens. So it was really an elite uh, society that was born out of this ending of this war and only people that had enough wealth could stay and remain and be part of the the New, citizenship and yeah. everybody else probably had to be enslaved um, yeah. or sent off to die um which is gross ew yeah like the fact that they like <laughs> hold up you know as part yeah. of their like lore this this, this year ideal is yeah very strange. So that's a first, you know, eh, 
We don't don't like. We're not that. into plutocracies here, uh, sirs. But it makes sense, right? That they would be into that, yeah. Yeah, that they would be into it, and it would be like a tenant of their like foundation. Yeah, yeah. That um, you have to have money to be a yeah. member of society. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, and a member of their club. Like you have yeah. to meet these standards. Totally. Okay, and then I think you also said it's for undergrads. It's only for seniors, so you have to be in your senior year of your undergraduate degree. And um, people are uh, inducted in April of every year, and bo- the bones take only fifteen people each year. And I say, yeah, people, they like they do like a little tapping ceremony, like where they like yeah. say like your I don't know what like the whole process is. Oh my but god, it's like I have something daily. to tell. Yes, oh my, I can't me. wait to talk about it. Okay, we're going to talk okay. about it in a little bit. Okay. Okay. Also, their frat house on campus is known as the tomb, which also makes me think of like a bunch of farts in a box because there's no <laughs> windows. Like, it's like. Dude, really? It's really. like. A, it's just like one big square fart jar. And it, it's a two story windowless building for the most part. I mean, there's like a couple thin windows and it casts like a very ominous shadow. Yeah. Like, because it's a big, scary, tomb-looking building. Um, and- it's, like, literally made with, like, the architecture of the of, that was, like, popular at the time, this, like, Egyptian kind of revival, like, mm-hmm. uh, architecture that was popular. And it just, like, is very stark. And it's, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It it's, looks like a tomb. Yeah. And it's, like, you know, very well-known building on campus. And, like, people are like, oh, there it is. You know, like, it looks... It looks significant, you know. Yeah. Um, okay, so also inside the the tomb is um, it's decorated with this. Again, this is apparently like this has been shared anonymously. It's decorated with real skulls, both human and animal. And there's like sconces everywhere and weird tapestries and shit. Like it's supposed to look like kind of like goth, I think. Mm-hmm. And then there's an inner temple. So like in the middle of this building, there's a, a te- they have their own little temple, which is like their ceremonial room, a.k.a. they call it room 322. Mm-hmm. Of course I do. Of course. And but like people have seen it inside and everybody who's willing to talk about it is like, no, you guys like it looks just like a fucking dorm. It's like <laughs> it's not this elegant gothic place that y'all think it looks like. Like it is run down. It's like there's probably a Pink Floyd poster on the wall somewhere. You know, like <laughs> it looks like a college dorm. That 22-year-old dudes are, like, yeah. farting in. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's like a 22-year-old fart box and yeah. for dudes. And, well, and now women. More on that later, allegedly. Yeah. Oh, my God. Um, but, okay, it also makes me think of, like, you know if you're joining something like that and you're all excited to see it and you're, like, getting your hopes. Like, like you're just, like, getting really excited about it and then you go inside and it's, like, I was trying to think of, like, what's, like, the Rainforest Cafe, but, like, a step lower, where it's, like, mm. you think it's going to be this cool, fun. <laughs> I think it's, like, um, like, I, I, I think it's, like, the Haunted Mansion, but, like, not even as cool you know what i mean like it like at disneyland it's like yeah you know well, that's good and well that's decorated good. and yeah, magical yeah. so like what's the le- lesser of the mm. haunted mansions like that's what i'm trying to think is like or it's like, like a- <laughs> 
I think it's like, you know how like medieval times, like you always wanted to go to medieval times? It's the Buffalo Bills, like down the street <laughs> that no one ever went to or talks about. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like, remember um, how McDonald's used to have like those huge trees in the middle of the the um, dining room? No. With, like that like talk to you and shit oh you know what it's like it's like bullwinkles that's what you know that's another... oh it's like you want to go to disneyland but you went to bullwinkles yeah yeah yeah, yeah okay yeah, 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 okay yeah. that makes sense that checks yeah. out okay so it's just yeah it's whatever a notch down from like what would be tastefully and coolly decorated would be mm-hmm. yeah um and just like worn down and just it, it looks its age like like it's not even Casa it's Bonita. not even yeah, it's like not even campy. You know what I mean? No, no. It's like it's just it's like, like run down. Yeah, I'm basic. It's old as fuck. Yeah, yeah, it's old as fuck. I didn't mean to disparage Cosmo Nina. I'm sorry. No, no. Okay. No. Um. Okay. So also, this is such a fucking weird detail. Oh yeah, this is weird. Okay, inside the tomb, time is five minutes ahead of everybody else's time. So like all the clocks in the tomb are five minutes fast. And it's they call it barbarian time. And that is the time that you live by while you're in the tomb. Everything is set to five minutes faster. Yeah. So I guess if you have like a meeting that you're supposed to be there for. Yeah. You're not going by the clock like you're you're going by five minutes faster than the clock. Yeah. Out, you know, like a normal watch, you know, yeah. I don't know. Like if the meeting's at 8 p.m., then the, like it. If the bones and skulls meetings at 8 p.m., you have to be there at 7.55. Yeah, that's what time. That's 8 yeah. p.m. in the tomb. Like, it's yeah, so it's weird. It's so dumb. It's just so <laughs> dumb. It's just like, why? You don't need to do this. Um, And if you're in the order, obviously you're not supposed to acknowledge it. But, of course, like, with the internet and, and you know, media and communication being what it is today, people find out who have been yep. – you know, we know who's been in it that are like prominent. And um, so they'll acknowledge it, but then they'll be like, that's as much as I can say. Um, and last fun fact, it's allegedly dry. They don't they you're not allowed to drink in the for the. I keep calling it in the secret society, like in the tomb. Ugh, yeah, I How know. Boring. I know. But, you know, they're trying to be I mean, maybe it's for the best for some of them. Well, along with uh, so there's some very prominent members who have been in Skull and Bones over the centuries. Yeah. Um, along with presidential advisors, hedge fund founders, Supreme Court justices, U.S. treasurers, media company founders, etc. Mm-hmm. These are some of the biggest names that have been in in the society. <laughs> You read it how I wrote it. I said right. these have been some of the bigger names to bone. <laughs> I just like was reading so fast. I know. I know. Oh, so good. The biggest I, names to bone. These are the I biggest sh- names to bone. Oh my god. Well, of course, William Howard Taft. Yeah. He his father was one of the people who founded the society, so and William yeah. T- Howard Taft was the 27th president of the United States. Um, his father was no slouch either. I think his father was like in the government. I think he was like secretary of defense or some not. I'm sure. I don't know. Some shit like that. Some high up high ranking government official. I mean, I don't 
don't know that we could confirm this, but I don't think anyone coming out of here is not important in some way. Like, oh, 100%. You know, it's like yeah. you're too well connected. You're too. Too big to fail. Too big. <laughs> <laughs> well, William Howard Taft was the 27th president of the United States. Uh, his nickname was Old Bill and Big Lub during his <laughs> Yale days. Hilarious. <laughs> yeah. And within the secret society, he was given the title Magog, um, which so there is like we'll go into all this in a minute. But like there is several nicknames that were re like that you were given like as a tradition, basically, that were passed yeah. down like to each incoming, you know, iteration of the society. Yeah. Um, and yeah, like his dad was the one of the founders. So he was like, he like was a legacy there. or whatever, you know, like, isn't that yeah. what they call it when like you go to school where your parent went to school? This is mm-hmm. only for like very rich, wealthy, powerful people. Mm-hmm. But like you're you're a legacy if you get in based on some of the merit that your parent went there or your exactly. grandfather bought a library there or whatever the fuck. And happens. when your dad founds the actual whole ass oh, secret society, you're definitely you're in. in there. So You have to. You can't avoid it. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Well, so that's old Bill. Yeah. Um, and then Walter Camp, who is the father of American football and the founder of the NCAA. Important. Oh, my God. Okay, I just want to say, like, this guy basically saw rugby and was like, I don't think so. Like, not interested. And, you know, piggybacked off of that to create American football as we know it today. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, that's kind of cool. But then also I was like, great. So we have him to thank for, like, sweaty, shirtless, drunk men, like, screaming at each other on Sundays and acted like children. And yeah. You know, yeah. that's where we're at. Yep. I don't know. It's like, oh, who cares? Yeah. <laughs> I Yeah. And also, like, man, football itself is horrifyingly scary to watch these days. Oh, my God. Also, I All hate the, the NFL. I hate the NFL. <clears throat> I just have so many problems with it. But that's yeah. for another day. Yeah. Um, a, a dude named Lyman Spitzer, mm. who was an astrophysicist whose ideas led to the creation of the Hubble Space Telescope, which we all know and love and is still out there taking pictures. That's cool. Um, Henry Luce, mm-hmm. founder of Time Magazine. Um, and then this guy, James Jesus Angleton, who was one of the founders of the CI motherfucking A. Oh. Yeah. And because he was part of the secret society, a whole host of conspiracy theories are yes. just so easy to, like, come from this. Yes. Um, yes. And then we got the old George H.W. Bush. 41st, 41st president. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then his son, George W. Bush, um, mm-hmm. our 43rd president. And Yeah. yeah. He was, he was, he was in there too. He, and he was a legacy. I mean, obviously, mm-hmm. cause his dad was in it, but like, also I was just thinking about the fact that he even went to Yale and it's like so weird to think about some of these Ivy League schools and like how they're two schools. Like mm-hmm. one, one part of it is yes. that it's a bunch of 
very smart, very driven, very ambitious kids who worked really hard to get into that school. And on the other side, it's George W. Bush who got into that school because his dad was went there and probably donated money and whatever. Like and he was like he drank his way through his college years. Like I I know that he was a fun fucking dude (laughs) to be around. People like like him. Like yeah he he is all you know sources say that he's a very fun, likable guy. I mean like and he just shouldn't have ever been president and he probably Mm -hmm. shouldn't have gone to Yale. Like you know but that's what these Ivy League schools are. They're like two mm-hmm. schools in one. It's very odd. Yeah, fair. Yeah. Um, and another uh, bone mm-hmm. was John <laughs> Kerry, mm-hmm. who ran against George W. Bush in 2004. Dude, that's wild to me. There's some like crazy interviews with both of them who were like the interview or talk- the interviewer talks to them. He's like, oh, like they're. You're both brings bones. Up, yeah, you're both yeah. bones. Like, what's like you're what's going boners. on? Yeah, both boners. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and they both are like, we can't talk about it. Like jokingly, they're like, oh, we can't talk about it. But like, not jokingly ha-ha-ha. because they never talk yeah. about it. Like mm-hmm. literally, you can't find any inform- like any interviews where they talk about it. Yeah. But it's also interesting because they there's an oath that they all take to uphold, um, like. Basically, the oath is that they will do everything in their power to help fellow skull and bone members, like boners, yeah, boners to help the fellow boners. They will <laughs> to uphold help the boners to keep the boners up. <laughs> yeah, they will keep boners upright, keep them successful, keep them hard working, <laughs> and you know, like they will like. And so this is yes. in conflict, which is so fascinating to me. And I bet the whole society was a buzz during that time and oh i want to know about that you know like the alumni trust yeah. that like under you know is uh, is is uh, holding up the entire yeah thing was probably like oh this is weird we got two of our dudes <laughs> running for president yeah yep. um frederick wallace smith who is the founder of fedex oh my gosh um Tons of other CEOs, tons of other people oh. you've heard of for sure. Yeah. There's so many people were a part of this. Um, these are that's just a few of the most yeah. influential, I think. Okay. I want to talk about nicknames real quick because you yes. mentioned like there's a tradition of they're kind of like getting superlatives mm-hmm. within the society and that could be one nickname you have, but also there's everybody gets a nickname. Yeah. And so it's kind and of. This a, is what I love about it. Me okay, too. This okay, is my okay. favorite thing. <laughs> me too. And I found something so funny. And oh my God. Okay. So, okay. A very fun part of the Bones is that everyone gets a nickname and they are stupid. Okay. <laughs> I would liken it to AIM usernames. <laughs> so, like, you know, like people had like Big Richard 69 or as one of our friends had Moby D. Moby D. That's how they would say it. Moby D. And that stood for Mobig Dick. It's all dick stuff. Okay. Yeah. Or or 69s or whatever, you know, pussy, whatever. Okay. (laughs) So (laughs) there's a an article that The Atlantic published. Um, It's incredible. It's 
It's by Secrets of the Tomb author Alexandra Robbins. She's done so many books. She's published a ton of books on fraternities and sororities and specifically this um, society, Secret Society, Skull Moans. Amazing. Yeah. And so in 2000, they published this article and it was all about George W. Knight of Eulogia. That's the title of it. And I'm going to read an excerpt of it. And this is just about nicknames. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I love it. Okay. New members of Skull and Bones are assigned secret names by which fellow bonesmen or boners, if you're us, mm-hmm. will forever know. Boner if you're nasty. <laughs> and I am, bitch. And I am. Okay. Okay. Some bonesmen boners receive traditional names denoting function or existential status others are the chosen beneficiaries of names that their bones predecessors <laughs> bones boner predecessors wish to pass on the leftover initiates oh the leftover initiates choose their own names oh the name long devil is assigned to the tallest member boaz short for Beezlebub, goes to any member who is a varsity football captain like, those are examples of, like, tr- the tradition. Like, uh-huh. if you're the tallest guy, you don't get to pick a name. You're Long Devil. That's it. Yeah. And if you're the captain of the football team, whatever, you're Boaz. Like, yeah. these are these names are s- constant. They they yes. stay in the tradition of the They're initiation. They're there every round. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And then if you're not the tallest or on the – the varsity football captain, whatever, then you choose your own names. And many – of those names are drawn from literature. So like Hamlet, Uncle Remus, <laughs> from religion and from mythology. Um, the banker Louis Lapham, who was a member of the Skull and Moans, passed on his name, Sancho Panza, to the political <laughs> advisor Tex McCrary. Avril Harriman was Thor. <laughs> Henry Lu- Lucy, or Luce, or whatever his name is, Luce, was Baal. McGeorge Bundy was Odin. The name Magog, which we mentioned earlier that William Taft had, the president, mm-hmm. um, that's traditionally assigned to the incoming bonesmen deemed to have had the most sexual experience. <laughs> Ew. Ew. <laughs> And Gog goes to the new member with the least sexual experience. So it's like Magog Aww. and Gog. Yeah, we got a we got a Magog over here. This guy. <laughs> okay, so William Howard Taft and He touched a boob one time, so he's, he's <laughs> yeah, Magog. He, have you t- has anyone here touched two boobs? No. Okay, so we're so who's touched a right boob, who's touched a left boob? Then it's like we have to like narrow it down, you know? Um, so William Howard Taft and Robert Taft were Magogs, and so was George Bush. Not sure which mm. one. I think it's W. Mm. I was I could see that. <laughs> but ew. Okay, and here is this is my most fun fact. I ew, just, it would be if it was HW more. Oh my god. It would be what? It would be worse if it was HW. I yeah. I mean George Bush wasn't a bad looking young person right no i mean i'm not i don't i listen he is a war criminal okay I'm oh, not, no i uh, think he's awful but i'm a saying he can is he attractive maybe when he was young i think yeah so. that's what i'm saying yeah oh yeah. my god he like no he's so problematic but does yeah. he fuck you know that's yeah. what we're here to ask george george w bush fucked yeah did he magog the pussy he <laughs> <laughs> the pussy was magog for hw <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> you know how drag queens say, I'm gagged. It, I'm gogged. I'm magogged. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I hate oh, this the whole entire line of, <laughs> of fucking weird shit we've gone on about. I know. George I know. Bush. Ah. I know. We still hate him. Okay. I, impeach my Bush, okay? <laughs> okay. All right. But here's my favorite name that was ever picked. So Chief Justice Potter Stewart <laughs> allegedly chose the name Crapo. Why? Why? <laughs> Why? Sir. Call me got- Fart Char. <laughs> Call me Fart Char Binks. <laughs> they all have like... Call- <laughs> Call me shit ass. Like, dude, what? Fuck. Okay. Fucking crapo, you weirdo. Jesus. <laughs> oh my God. It's like, oh my abs hurt. Oh my God, I have abs. <laughs> An ab. <laughs> oh, I think I just found my abs. Oh my God. It's so funny. Also, wait, I thought I, I maybe deleted this, but okay. Fu- another fun fact about George Bush and just like to show how stupid he is. okay he didn't take his dad's skull and bones names which was like who cares um like because he was magog but also you he that was like his like superlative or whatever i think yeah and then you could also have like a regular name Uh uh-huh because there was multiple magogs like you know if there was a bunch of alumni it's like we're all magogs so you still had to have like a personalized name but he took too long to pick his he didn't take his dad's and he could have and he was like i don't like it or whatever and so he couldn't decide and so everyone just (laughs) called him temporary Oh, my God. What a fucking idiot. That's so funny. It's so good. It's so Uh, on brand. Oh, my God. do we wish it was crapo? A thousand percent. Yeah. Okay. And then just about initiations, I want to read this other part from the Atlantic article because it's also just so funny and wild. And there's just a lot, a lot happening. I love it. So this is about initiations from the same Atlantic article I mentioned earlier. The initiation ceremony held in April involves as many alumni or patriarchs as possible, one of whom in each instance serves as a supervisor known as Uncle Toby. (laughs) So embarrassing. (laughs) So fucking dorkiest shit ever. The inner temple is cleared of furniture except for two chairs and a table, and bonesmen past and present assemble. Uncle Toby in a robe... (laughs) I'm like picturing like a fucking like robe from Sears or something. A terry cloth robe. Yeah, yeah. I'm picturing the uncle from Home Alone that like yeah, yells yeah. at Kevin. Like yes. that's Uncle Toby. Cool <laughs> we sing that all the time. <laughs> yes, exactly. Okay. Uh, so Uncle Toby's in his robe. Okay, then the next person comes in to assist, and that's the shortest senior, or oh what God. they call him, Little Devil. Short and King. We short- stand. <laughs> and he's wearing a satanic costume, not a robe. Okay. And then a bonesman with a deep voice in a Don Quixote costume. <laughs> like fucking pantaloons? What are we talking here? Oh, my God. Does he have like a mustache? Like a curl? I love this. Oh, my God. Oh, this fucking rules, dude. It's oh so funny. God. Okay, so, okay, a bonesman with a deep voice in a Don Quixote costume, one in 
papal vestments, like um, like the Pope. Yeah. Another dressed as Elahu Yale. Maybe that's the founder of Yale. Uh-huh. And then four of the brawniest in the role of quote unquote shakers and okay. a crew of extras wearing skeleton costumes and carrying noisemakers. Dude, this rules. Oh, my God. OK, so it's like this whole fucking staged drama production. Like it's like freshman drama 101. It's so uh-huh. oh it's God. so cheesy. OK, according to the initiation script, Uncle Toby, and this is in quotes, sounds like the only sane person in the room. What? Go okay. figure. As an initiate enters the room, patriarch standing outside the inner temple shout, who is it? (laughs) And the shaker, the shakers bellow the initiate's name. That's why they're there. They're like the chorus men. Okay. The shakers are like the chorus men. Okay. And then the patriarchs echo. So, so the shakers are like, it's temporary. And then, (laughs) and then they're like temporary, temporary, whatever. Okay. Then the shakers push the initiate toward the table where the secrecy oath has been placed. And he is enjoined to read, read, read. Like they're all like chanting. And the shakers then half carry the initiate to a picture of Eulogia. And the bonesmen shriek, Eulogia, Eulogia, Eulogia. And after another trip back to the oath, the shakers fire the initiate towards a picture of a woman. They like push him. And uh, that the bonesmen... The Bonesmen's call Canubial Bliss. And that is when, because Canubial Bliss is a thing, they recount their sexual history. So, so the, like, part of the initiation is, like, they make oh you talk gosh. about everyone you've had sex with and, like, what happened. It's, like, everyone just wants boners. <sighs> Ew, these I people know. are weird, man. This is some fucking Kanikian Grease shit. They're, like, tell me more. Tell me more. Uncle Toby's like, tell me more. And his robe's kind of open and it's like really ew, upsetting. Oh, ew. I hate this. What? Dude, fucking. This is so dumb. Oh, my God. This is weird shit. This is like some Scientology shit. It's Scientology. It's it's freshman drama. It's so many dumb fucking things. Um, I love I love how they're all dressed up like idiots, though. This is great. Oh I love God. Uncle Toby. I mean, the fact that they just call someone that is so Some, hysterical. like, Norm Core-ass name. It's so funny. Yeah. Oh, my God. Okay. So, yeah. It's very weird. And there's also rumors, but this has never been, excuse me, confirmed. Um, there's rumors that the initiation requires some sort of part of, like, like after you've told about all your sexual escapades in your connubial bliss, <laughs> which sounds like a term from Scientology. Yeah. Um, apparently, you have to, like, lay in a coffin and masturbate. But everybody vehemently denies this, and of course they do. Because, like, you're not going to admit to this. Like, oh, my God. You know what I mean? Woo, a bunch of repressed nerds. I (laughs) love it. Isn't that wild? Oh, my God. That is so intense. Wow. Yeah. I want to – God, please. My prayer is that we just – Get a, a fucking hidden camera video of, of one of these initiations, please, God. Oh, uh, I really I would want love that. Too. I would love that for us. I know. For, as I a know. society. I know. Um, okay. Well, so the, all those like traditions and like core like things are yeah. all very silly. Another really dumb fucking thing that they do that is just so juvenile and weird. Uh, they have a reputation. The Skull and Bones Society has a reputation for stealing keepsakes from other Yale societies 
or from campus buildings. Um, uh, and they call, yeah, it's like so dumb. They call this practice quote crooking and strive to outdo each other's crooks. Um, so oh. this is like senior prank shit kind of level. Oh thing. my God. Um, it's also like, isn't it funny? We could buy anything we want, but let's go steal stuff. Steal like, it. Yeah, yeah. It's like, Oh God. Ugh, so juvenile. Yeah. So this shit has been, is like serious though, that yeah. they've been accused of possessing the stolen skulls of Martin Van Buren, another one of our presidents, Geronimo, <gasps> the like famous Apache warrior and Pancho Villa, the like general from the, uh, mexican-american war oh my goodness that's punch of yeah yeah so legend has it this is about geronimo by the way legend has it that prescott bush george bush's granddad (laughs) and several feather fellow boners dug up the grave of geronimo in fort (laughs) sill oklahoma where they were stationed as military officers during world war one uh they were said to have taken geronimo's skull and femur bones back to the tomb their headquarters on campus at Mm -hmm. yale um, Their fart closet. And, yeah. And a recently located 1918 letter describing the grave robbery supports the story that <gasps> this actually did happen. Um, oh, and my goodness. So, yeah. More recently in 2009, the, de- the descendants of Geronimo sued Skull and Bones. Yeah. Like, because they're, they're like a, you know, a, a, they also have they're, like a, a, they're like a, a, company or like they're, they're like an a, entity they're, they're, an, an entity. they're incorporated i think yeah they they have like a trust that they do is that the alumni put are together like, yeah because they have to have like ownership of the buildings yes. on campus yes. and stuff like that like the yes. real estate itself so they have to have like an entity a company that owns it's the william these... russell trust one of the founders exactly yeah. so the Descendants of Geronimo sued the the trust, basically, of Skull and Bones and charged that its members robbed the grave in 1918 and have kept the skull in a glass case ever since. But <gasps> since nobody's, like, allowed access to, like, yeah. you know, actually know if that's true, like, it's still, like, debated if this yeah. actually even happened. Um, so the apache warriors heirs are seeking to recover all of his remains wherever they may be and have them transferred to a new grave at the headwaters of the gila river in new mexico where geronimo was born and wished to be interred unfortunately in 2010 u.s district judge richard roberts held that the law under which skull and bones was sued which was the native american graves protection and repatriation act only applies to grave robberies that took place after its enactment in 1990. What? That's so dumb. Why? Why? Absolutely insane. Just true fucking bullshit. Especially because this is so high profile. Also, I've heard that like, like everything that happened all because like all the grave robbing probably was happening before then. Like people were taking right. like who's robbing fucking... graves after 1990? Uh-uh. uh-uh. Not a lot of people, I would imagine. So oh, the, so these poor. Poor, like, uh, you know, descendants of Geronimo are just, like, tried to go up against, like, very powerful people, and yeah. they did not recover. That's the fucked up side of this stuff. But, yeah. So, so back to how these secret societies are very exclusionary to everybody except for white dudes. Um, yeah. <laughs> like all other Yale senior societies, Skull and Bones membership was almost exclusively limited to white Protestant males for most of its history. Um, Which is also who went to those schools 
probably to a large degree very long time yeah Yeah. um uh, so yale itself the school like you're saying had very exclusionary policies Mm -hmm. which were directed at particular particular ethnic and religious groups but the senior societies were even more exclusionary because they could do whatever they want they could let in whoever they want they could write their own bylines they could make up their own rules and say like we want this person not that person like and it didn't go against anything so yeah um so while some catholics were able to join such groups jews were not yeah um once they allowed jews into the school like you know jews and catholics uh couldn't join the secret societies most likely um some of these excluded groups eventually did enter skull and bones by means of sports um because this they like to tap standout athletes and you know eventually they were like well there's only one captain of the football team this year and he's a jew yeah so um let him in yeah so like the first um the first jewish player at at yale al hesberg who is in the class of 1938 joined or was like tapped to join skull and bones um Mm -hmm. and then african-american player uh, Levi Jackson, class of 1950, turned down the invitation for the Brazilius Society, which is like another you know, another one. secret. Yeah, to so, join bo- the Skull Moans. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, he like turned down. He's like, now nah, y'all are racist. Fuck you. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna join this other racist one. <laughs> but no, it, I think <laughs> I think it was like more science based, and it was like Swedish or something. I, don't know. <laughs> I think he became like the CEO of like something like. He, this guy of course cool. yeah. yeah oh of course everybody that is in this society is like either highly already high achieving or from wealth and very privileged like everybody yep. goes on to be somebody like yeah 100%. it's a guarantee that's the, what that's what the promise is to each other you know yeah to yeah. keep the boners up keep the boners um, up but this is the thing that is so crazy to me and I didn't realize mm-hmm. Yale didn't even allow women to attend until 1969 like <sighs> women were not allowed to go to fucking Yale University until 1969 it blows the year my of mind. our lord 1969 <laughs> the year of I mean my mom was our parents were already born yeah like it's not that far ahead of when we were born honestly it was it's like, like a little over a decade 14 years yeah. before we were born it's That's so wild insane. It, it it always was weird to me. Like you hear about schools like Sarah Lawrence where it was like a, a, a women's only college. And it's like, that's so weird. Why did they need a women's only college? And it's like, oh, because you couldn't go. Because literally every yeah. single university did not allow women. Yeah. Ugh. For a very long time. Hate it. But yeah. Anyway. So, um, okay. So obviously Yale didn't let women in. Uh, but then they did in 1969, and that yeah. prompted many other secret societies on campus to allow women to come and join their clubs. Yeah. But not the Bones. I not get the- it. I know why. They're fucking masturbating in t- coffins and calling each and other farting. Uncle Toby and yeah. filling up their fart tomb. Like, uh, they're like, they're we, like- can't, we can't get ladies in here. We're never – nobody <laughs> will ever fuck us again if they see what we're doing in here. It's so embarrassing. We have a, literally a century's <laughs> worth of jizz in that coffin from everybody who's ever been initiated, and it is hardened. It is crusty. It is dusty <laughs> at this point. We're going to have to chip it off. And then where's the girls' jizz going to go? We don't know, so we're not even going to let them in. <laughs> Do girls have jizz? I don't don't know 
Oh How will they God. add it? Oh. Oh, so Skull and Bones remained fully male until 1992. Wow. These motherfuckers hated women so hard that they they just continually blocked them. Even though they were allowed they were in the school. allowed on campus and they yeah. were like join another club. So they were just like no no no. No. Ugh. They kept blocking them from joining. The class of uh the Bones class of 71 attempted to try to tap women for membership, but it was opposed by the Bones alumni group like that all trust. the old dudes all the old dudes and yeah. they they dubbed them the quote bad club and and quashed their attempt oh. attempt um the quote issue as it came to be called by bonesman was debated for decades literal decades wow. the issue was allowing women to join the club um <laughs> So then the class of 1991 tapped seven female members for membership in the next year's class, which caused a huge fight with the conflict and fight with the alumni association. Oh, my God. These petty ass soft boy fucking dickheads in the trust (laughs) changed the locks on the tomb so they couldn't get into their clubhouse, basically. They changed the fucking. Yeah. Anybody that was in that new in the class. This makes sense. The, uh, so you're initiated as a junior and then you spend your senior year in it. Got it. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So like they went to go do their first, yeah, yeah. you know, and you know, first they're meeting like, We're or here. whatever. Uncle Toby called us. We're here to be initiated. And they're like, you're locked out. No, you're out. not, bitch. So yeah. Literally. Yeah. yeah. They like, they locked him out. Um, so then of course they had to meet somewhere. So they met in the manuscript society building. Cool. Uh, A mail-in vote by members decided 368 to 320 to permit women into the society, but a group of alumni led by William F. Buckley obtained a temporary restraining order to block the move, arguing that a formal change in bylaws was needed. Like, oh my God, you fucking idiot. What an asshole. just, Just such an asshole. Uh, but other alumni, such as John Kerry and R. Inslee Clark Jr., spoke out in favor of admitting women. They, like, spoke out, and they even, like, it made the newspapers, which was, like, pretty uncommon for a secret fucking society. Yeah. Um, so they had a second alumni vote in October of 1991, and it, everybody agreed to drop, to, like, drop everything and allow the class of 92 to accept women. And then the lawsuit was dropped. A full fucking lawsuit. The fragility of these old ass white men, the alumni, is staggering. Like, I can't. I mean, this is the this is the thing. Every the, like the reason that every like that progress is hindered at every turn is because the super old white men in power don't want to lo- give up power. And it's like, why you're gonna be dead in three years? Who gives a shit? And they and they like hide behind this like bureaucracy like oh right. we just like the bylaws and we can't we're gonna sue you if you try to it's like all you have to do is say no yeah it's just fucking words written in a paper it doesn't need you know come on fucking I know just do it who it's cares so nobody cares nobody cares uh not that I would want to be in this fucking bullshit society like it's all it's so dusty cringy. as hell it's yeah. dusty as hell it's so ridiculous i don't need to be hearing about people's sexual escapades and it's so weird like the whole geronimo thing like is so upsetting to me if that That's is gross. if it allegedly is i i think it's true um 
that this this secret society made up of white men would steal an indigenous person's but of course they would like they 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 just own everything like yeah of course they would that's like a conquest for them it's so disgusting and i heard i listened to the armchair and dangerous episode of about uh secret societies and they talk a lot about skull and bones um it's a very good episode i listened to it twice like i'd already heard it and then i listened to it again today for this stuff Mm -hmm. and they even said that like i think there was some sort of meeting where like the skull and bones society like brought uh a skull that they had and we're like yeah this is it and they tested it and they're like that's not it so either and then it's like well yeah it's a secret society you're not allowed in like you need a fucking warrant and shit to get in there yeah. it's like how is no judge allowed that yet like if there's because the judges evidence, are they're all, are all fucking skull moans yeah or they're benefiting from school and moans and they're in some other fucking secret society at some other elite ivy league school and that's a conspiracy theory we're gonna talk about in another episode oh Maybe my gosh a bonus episode on the patreon i don't know oh my gosh yeah we i there's so much to talk about with this it's so like and the rabbit holes are crazy like we're only like giving you the basic info there's so yeah. much so much shit with this it's crazy and something about this just like tickles my brain in a really fun way and i want to mm-hmm. read all the books that that woman wrote that wrote mm-hmm. the atlantic article and uh her, her name is alexandra robbins and um yeah i'm just like so intrigued by all of this because it truly is it just connects these dots where you're just like how does society continue to function the way it functions how does congress how does our, our senate how do how do all these forms of government continue to function the way they function when overwhelmingly the population says i don't want that and it's because yeah. of shit like this it's because they're all protecting each other's interests and it's all a bunch of fucking handshake fraternity boner and bullshit and it's that whole entire uh you know uh mindset of it's always been this way so that's how it is and it can't change because that's just how it is well it can't change because that will affect me and my interests Mm -hmm. and that's ultimately what it is so truly Mm -hmm. oh it's wild but fascinating and you know it just goes to show that even like wealthy and powerful people are goofy as fucking hell (laughs) and like have you know money can't buy your class or whatever the money can't buy your class. Yeah. <laughs> like Countess just, Luann. Yeah. Yeah. Just because you have mo- just because all your daddies have money doesn't mean your tomb ain't shit. Like it, it's no one like we don't care about your dusty ass tapestry. Also, I think they own like an island or something. They do. Off, yeah. Deer and Island. It's just, yeah. Deer Island. And it's just like some like rundown ass fucking like. Of course it is. Like gross. <laughs> and it's like that's a whole fucking island like people could live there like give that shit up you fuckers i know i i I really want someone to infiltrate this like that guy infiltrated the stonemasons william Mm. morgan or the freemasons and i want to find out stuff because it's like oh people like probably clean and cook and stuff in the tomb and like have seen shit and could report there's extras that do the like ceremony there's oh no those are alumni 
Oh, okay. Extras, like they hire, they're like calling like know. a talent agency. They're like, we need all your like thickest, shortest people because we need those little <laughs> devils or whatever they had talked about. <laughs> Is we Danny DeVito free? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right well wow we talked a lot but it's it was so, so fun. fun i love it oh i know my god yeah you guys read about read all about it it's great it's great watch uh the skulls with joshua jackson i report back because we didn't watch that shit <laughs> no i didn't watch that shit i, I support him <laughs> yeah 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 and his gorgeous wife jody turner smith but yeah i don't i don't I don't want to pay $4 for that. Sorry. Sorry. Sorry, not sorry. All right. Well, follow us on social meds. Let us know what you thought about this episode. Let us know if you have a topic idea for a future episode or like a spinoff of this, like other secret society. Let us know if your grandfather (gasps) was in Skull and Bones. Oh, my God. Or another secret society. I want to know. I'm not related to. I don't know anyone who is in this. Uh. Yeah, I have family members that are in secret societies, but they're, like, dumb as fuck. They're, like, not even – it's just so stupid. It's just, like, a bunch of dudes getting together and farting, like, literally. Like, I think that's what it is. So. Oh, my God. I oh, I hate them all, but is it because I can't join? We'll never know. Um, <laughs> Yeah. Uh, okay, so follow us at DTFU Podcast, all the platforms. Check out our Patreon, like we said in the beginning. Yeah, and um, – I think that's it. I, I I don't have anything else. Just uh, be excellent to yourselves. And your fart jar. <laughs> and each other. Okay. Fart jar pinks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. Oh, my uh, God. All right. Bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>